say what you know about it. It's the stool, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stool, baby. And the room a lot. Hello, hello. You're listening to The Stew. This is my food podcast. My name is Jason Stewart. This is my food podcast. Chris Stewart, say hello. Hi. Andre Conoparo, say hello. Hello. What's good? What is popping? We're here in the food world. So Just talking about Entourage, Jason Stewart's favorite show of all time. It's not my favorite, but it's... I, it's a point of reference it, for me. It is the most reference. I find that show does not hold up. It I caught like a nauseous. random episode on a plane a couple months ago. And I was just like, oh, this show is horrible. Oh, it definitely does not hold up. That's no, right. I mean, like, but in that way where it's like, it's not even a guilty pleasure that holds up. It just sucks. I couldn't handle watching it. I've always hated it. I no. liked it when we used to watch it at the house. I liked it when it was on. What about for, Sex in, in the City? Pff, amazing. I never liked Sex in the City, though. But I, I, I respect it. Respect. Wong Wai. So you're not Sex open with your, you're not like an open-minded person <laughs> <laughs> involving your sexuality. No, I not it. at all. No. no. <laughs> I don't want to go no, there I just never like Sex and City. Okay. They're funny. I love Sea Bad I like Show. Oz a lot. Well, That's different. Really into the prison rape. That's kind of my thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Got it. Speaking of being open with my sexuality. Considering cutting this part out. Bring it. Hold my pocket. Um, so it's a wonderful Friday afternoon. Sorry that we missed last week. I was, I was in New York. I forgot my podcasting equipment, and all of my podcasts just did not happen. How funny. Including this one. It's not... I mean, it is funny. It was, it was, it was liberating to take a little break. Yeah. yeah. And the week before, we did a shorty. I know. Not, not really, really not coming with bangers right now. Mm. You step it up a little. That's what we're doing. Well, Today, we have a longie. Today, we got a full, a full frame. Three hours. Yeah. We're, <laughs> strap in these doors locked three inside, everybody. Oh, wait, I didn't know it was going to be three hours. Well, it's three hours. You could work while Andre and I chat for. See, that's the problem with the podcast is like you you say all this stuff on the show, but every whoever's listening to it already knows all of the information yep. because it like it shows you exactly how long the show is. Mm-hmm. It shows you who's hosting it, who the guest is. That's like always a pet peeve of mine on podcasts when they're like, "All right, we're not gonna we're gonna announce we who secret guest who's gonna be the guest on the show." Wait, 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 not yet. First, we need to do our things, and then like somebody will talk and be like, "Wait a minute, I didn't announce you yet," and it kind of ruins it. But just like the title of the episode yep. that you download says, like you're listening to this show with this person, this person, and this person with Andy Milanakis. <laughs> Hard no. Um, Agreed. So it's another hot day, summertime hot day. But I was just in New York last week and it was much, much, much hotter. It's so hot, awful. just the hottest, unenjoyably mm. hot. It's, everything smells like trash. I enjoyed it. I bugs. mean, like lots of bugs. Mm, I saw a few cockroaches. Okay, but I, I always feel like when it when when everyone is hot and sweaty, then it brings everyone together. It's like whenever when everything's special, nothing special. Mm-hmm. When everyone's mm-hmm. blank, then no one's blank. It equalizes it. So like all the hot, not physically hot, but like looks wise, like the sexy hot people who some seemingly don't sweat and their hair is always perfect and. Everything always looks good for them. When those people look like shit, 
And then like the fat, sweaty, not hot people are all, they're like, yeah, that's how we've been doing this for like my whole life. And then when everyone is looking gross and sweaty. The great equalizer. Then it brings everyone together. That happens to me in Palm Springs. Like everyone's just like, fuck this shit. And then it kind of brings everyone together in a weird way. Much like how food does. Did you ever think about that? Never. How food just brings people together? Nah, usually. It's Commiserating just, through it puts, shared misery. It, it turns friends into foes. Commiserating through shared misery. Is that a name Slayer song? That's the name my fooling. That is. <laughs> Coming out Tuesday. Catch it on iTunes. Jason, that's what do you. A, that's my favorite Killers album. Yeah, oh, by far. What did you eat in New York? What did you uh, drink in New York? Great question. Give it all. Get dish. I ate so much in New York. And I, you pig. <laughs> I feel bad. So you had a cheat week. I'm I had sorry. A, I had a cheat week for everything. Like I didn't do <laughs> any work. I didn't go to the gym. I did not meditate. I I didn't take a great shower every day. I didn't. You know when you you don't have all of your belongings. Like your. I didn't have my loofah. I didn't have my no. tea tree oil face wash. I didn't have all my stuff. How was your dream journal? Yeah. Neglected. N- no, the dream journal didn't even get opened. Whew. Did you do any remixes? Yeah. No remixes. Oh, no. Empty. No reading. Empty, but now full. No pods. No nothing. Summer mixtape? No summer mixtapes. But uh But I was able to let go and, and not feel bad about not doing any of that. The, my, only, my only goal in New York was to walk like seven miles every day. Not That's hard to pretty do. doable, yeah. Which is not that hard to do, but it's also, you know... I feel like if you walk seven miles every day, you can sort of do whatever you want to your body, and it's it's not going to get better, but it's not going it's at least not going to get worse. This, this is very true. Like I, I could I, I could drink and agree. eat as as much as I want to eh, about as much as not you as want much, to. but like as yeah. much as me as Jason Stewart <laughs> right. normally would drink and eat. I can consume whatever it is, and as long as I walk seven miles, I'm. I'm not going to get fatter or, or, well, you or also, shittier. Yeah, I mean, you don't live there, you don't work there, you're not 9 to 5 it at a desk. Don't rub it in. So you're just like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. cruising the whole time. I mean, yeah. if you live in New York and work in New York, you know, you can be a little more sedentary than when you're actually visiting as a tourist. And you're just and New York is such a good cruising city. <laughs> what do you mean, eh? I don't know. It's not my favorite city. It's a, it's a street nosh all over the place. You can be, grab a coffee, boom. Want to grab a beer because I'm hot and sweaty, I just want to sit for a little while, boom, mm-hmm. grab that beer. Yeah. It's great. You want to get a liquido if you're in the right neighborhood? Some juice? I like Toronto. <laughs> I've been to Toronto, so I can't speak on it. But I, I heard Toronto good things. for the walking life. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to, to our Toronto listeners. What's up? San Francisco's great for it. What's yeah, up? Yeah, definitely. A little too hilly. That's what's agreed. good. No, 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 agreed. A little too hilly. And then also in San Francisco, you don't know if it's dog shit or human shit. That's okay. True. I don't step yeah. in either one. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, you're a dog. Well, I mean, my well, favorite my favorite back in the day game to play in San Francisco was Bluetooth or Homeless. Mm. Where it's like, or Bluetooth or Crazy. So it's like, can you not see that that person has a Bluetooth earpiece, or are they just shouting to voices that only they can hear? Mm. Sounds like here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of everywhere, but back, like you know, like I feel like Bluetooth earpieces have kind of gone by the wayside. But like seven years ago, fire. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. the new Air but Air. Pods, yeah. the Airbud, Airbud Two. When the Air, when Airbud comes out, <laughs> now you're never going to be able to tell if they're talking to you or not because they're going to because you have two Bluetooth earpieces in at all times, twenty four seven. TM. They look like mini hair dryers. Don't like. 
We'll see. No, I don't like either. Yeah, I don't like also, it. today the iPhone comes out, guys. Talking about food. Yeah. Yeah. What you eat in New York? All right, I ate in New York. Dish the dish. Good job, Stewie. Dish the dish. Um, I, got, <laughs> I, I, I got to go to this cool soft opening of a restaurant called West. Something in Brooklyn. I don't remember. Shout outs West something. <laughs> yeah, real good. Way friend. to invite Jason and really blow it up. It's yeah. in a hotel that it's has like, a weird name. They got like a pool. I'll pull it I'll I'll pull up the name. It was it has the best view in all of New in all of Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. It's called West Light. West Light. Hmm. West Light. Um What does that mean? Do you have any idea? Do you connect the dots? I mean I guess I'm assuming it it faces west mm. and you can see the light. Sick. Um, a little on the nose. <laughs> it is a little on the nose. That works. It does have literally a crazy, the craziest view of oh, New York geez, City from Brooklyn. Sweet Jesus. I think like like on paper, it is like literally the best view in that is tremendous. In New York of the city. It's just it's right on the water. So you see the water, you see the Brooklyn Bridge, you see all of Manhattan. It's looking like a green point to me. No, it's real nice. Anytime you see somebody sitting in a picture. At a place that has that nice of a view, and you weren't there, they just look like fucking assholes. Huh. I'm just saying. Because you're just jealous? Yeah. Look at that. 100% jealous. Yeah, I ate this. Which that looks is, fantastic. So this is a... That, that is... You can look at my Instagram. Instagram slash them jeans. Give me a follow. <laughs> send me a DM. Shout out to oh, me. Oh, God, that looks so good. That's a potato. So that's a like mini... Like. It's a mini... Like a little fingerling potato that the chef has meticulously cut in half, and then... <laughs> Is meticulous really necessary? Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. He's got knife skills. He's, he's cut it in half, and then he sliced the bottom off of it so it lays flat, and then he hollows it out and then fills it with creme fraiche and caviar. Looks, I mean, Dang. it looks absolutely fantastic. It, to the listeners, it, it looks like... And on the menu, it says it's crispy. Like a potato but it, toilet. But it ain't crispy. Yeah. It's creme fraiche. Kind of. Sorry to say that. Oh, it does. It is a potato it toilet. Like a potato to- it's definitely it has a potato like toilet, that. It looks delicious. It has this funky shape. It doesn't even look like a potato. It looks like some sort of baked pastry, like yeah. something. I can't even tell. It's an illusion. Could be. Also, looks like Mario would go through it to go to a different level. Like a like a tuber. Like how a potato is a tuber, and a tube is what Mario goes inside of. Those are pipes. Those are pipes, babe. Come on now. Is a pipe not a tube? This is America. Damn it. <laughs> it's a food podcast, is what it is. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a it was it was it was free, which is why I went, and I had the great I, sh- I shared the great company of some friends. Um, was there Sancerre? There was Sancerre, and rosé was flowing. We basically just it. like <laughs> we kept drinking fr- so much rosé at this free open bar thing that they put a check down on the table to let us know that it was done. Even though it was free, it was just like a your table specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every, nobody else got a check drop. I don't know, but I mean, we it was we never said like was that one of these. Like a we never asked for a check. Throat. We never like close it out. It was more of a like y'all are done now. You should tip on this amount of money that isn't. Yeah, you should check. tip on yeah, and it it was like four hundred thirty dollars or something like that. <laughs> Not hard to do in New York. Not hard to do in New York at all. Um, had some good, some pretty good food. Not great. I'm sorry. Westlight, and also, but I played cornhole on that roof overlooking the city, which love was cornhole. Cool. Yeah, not ashamed to admit That's it. Helpful. So I had that cornhole um, rosé. I went to another great, very free, very exclusive dinner the next day. <laughs> uh, it was an Alma pop up at Cafe Henri. Oh yeah, and I had this amazing. Uh, he does the steak there. 
It's like a whole steak. I think it's a a whole uh, loin, oh. like a fat ass loin. Cooks it real, real, real slow on the Japanese grill with the the ceramic grill with the Japanese charcoal and all that stuff. Mm. I think he like just kind of turning it frequently, and I think he does it for like an hour or something like that. Just real. So the whole thing is just perfectly pink all the way through with that good charcoal Japanese smoke flavor, and then brown butter bernays all over it. All right. It's just so good. It's all just right. very good. That's boy, all right. So good. He's probably high on pot when he's making it. He's probably just high on pot when he was just making meditating. It. But I felt bad because the restaurant, it's like this this cute little sort of quirky French cafe that just opened up and they kind of do like asahi bowls and little like cute, healthy, snacky things, Wonderful. like a little quinoa thingy. And they have like two induction burners and that's it. Nah. And he and he just like sets up the Japanese grill right in the middle of it, so it was it's not meant for open fire. I guess grilling. they don't have hoods seeing as yeah, they have I mean, induction yeah, no burners. Hoods. That could be like yeah, that's that could a bad. be against like <laughs> so it is. The whole that the whole restaurant was it is. was hotter in the inside than it was on the outside. Right. Yeah. And it was ninety degrees at midnight outside. Ooh. No, but it was kind of it was kind of fun. Dios mio! Um, also, no. sancer. Yeah, also the sancer makes it makes it good for you. Maybe a little cortado. And the th- and the thing with New York is all the um, all like the li- liquor stores and bodegas. The the food selection there is just so wild. It's so good. You can get yeah. you can literally get kombucha on any block mm-hmm. in New York anywhere. Yeah, you or can you can nearly rock on any block. Oh, you get egg on a roll anywhere. Which is yeah, you can gone. get that, but like. In in LA, if you want to get like the cool little organic, vegan raw thingy, you have to go to like three yeah. places find and to find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in New York, just every single bodega on every corner is just like, oh yeah, we have this like very rare, expensive raw vegan snack. Or from that onto like your matcha wraps, the best, <laughs> the best chip selection in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy's. Lucy's don't they don't talk about it, but they got Lucy's. <laughs> Yeah. And you know that they're buying those Lucy's in Virginia, and Mans is shipping them up in the back uh, yeah. of the Altima Without to avoid that cigarette tax. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of monies. Um, the Whole Foods in New York is wild. It's definitely shittier than in. How LA. could like wh- how could a Whole Foods how could a Whole Foods be wilder than the Whole Foods we have witnessed, my friend? Whole Foods, Whole Foods. I'll tell you how you put it in the middle of Manhattan. I mean, I guess, and it gets yeah. well. Qual- if you've been to the Pasadena or the downtown LA Whole Foods, like it doesn't get any wilder. Or I've been Austin, the, I've been the one in Austin. I was just say Austin. No, but Austin's like almost the same as Pasadena. Pasadena's That's insane. Right. Pasadena's insane. And it got better. They just added like a restaurant where they have table service. I yeah. think we're using the word wild differently. Okay. I think you're using wild in terms of it being impressive, an impressive and food well done. Yeah, food He's mecca. Talk about like people's and. I'm talking about in, in terms of traffic and. Amount of people Busy. coming in. The, right. the Whole Foods in New York is shittier than in LA by far. But okay. it's cracking. But it's yeah. But it's, busy. It, it's like yeah. I mean, it's like a airport terminal. It's cutting to that Dean and Deluca. Yeah. If you if you go to the Pasadena <laughs> Whole Foods at lunch, it's, you just kind of mill around and maybe I'll get a sandwich here. And in New York, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like an '80s rom com at Christmas at the mall. Exactly. It's and and but just all the little things like the. The cup, the little plastic container that you put your salad in, to like the plastic silverware, 
like the quality of it is all the little subtleties that I wouldn't notice if I didn't go to Whole Foods every day in my life is all lower in New York. Right. And the quality of the food is lower. Did you tape a phone book to your stomach before you went in? Is uh, it that kind of vibes? No. No, because it's still Whole Foods. It's still just a bunch of wussies. But then like the and then in in like at a Whole Foods here in LA, there's like a little dining area, some tables set up where you yep. can munch. But in New York, it's like the bottom floor is Whole Foods and the top floor is the dining area. It's like it's bigger than it's like double an Ikea dining area. Dang. It's I felt like I, I thought was, you were going to say there is no dining. Like they put up little pigeon spikes everywhere that there's like open <laughs> space so you don't like hang out. It has kind of that feel, but but it, it it's just a ton of seating. Just right. And everybody there, it's kind of like a community center more than a place where you eat. Your your quinoa, quinoa. Well, it doesn't of, sound fun. It it, sound no. like it's not fun. It's not chill. What about uh, bar vibes? Can we bar? I need coffee vibes. I need bar vibes. Um, coffee vibes. Yeah, I went to this place called Everyman Espresso. Okay. And I met a guy who was wearing a T-shirt from the gay food magazine Mouthfeel. Oh right. Mm. Which is cool. I want to. I want to maybe talk to those guys about. It's just such an interesting niche thing of like having a food magazine that is gay, specific for gay men, mm. or a whole LGBT community yeah. kind of thing. I think I don't. I don't think it's specific, but I think it's more leaning towards men. made by. So has that lens. Interesting. But I guess. But I mean. But it's really cool. It's just like all the branding and the logos and and all the material and and whatever they're focusing on is cool. But shit. I have never seen it. I like that vibe. Um, I spent a lot of time at Baz Bagel. Oh yeah, which is, one is that of my the place places. that does the the bagel platter you described? No, that's Sadell's. Okay, that's the place where if you want a bagel with cream cheese, it's like forty seven dollars. Yeah, but you get like locks. Comes with like but you a get like a, of locks. Right? You get like I mean, a seafood so tower yeah, of yeah. bagels. Yeah, that one's really good. This one's more of like a little cute neighborhood spot in like Chinatown. Um, but they, you can get like a California style breakfast. You can get like eggs Sprouts and avocado and with bacon and stuff like that. But everything you order there comes with a bagel, and they have like kind of quirky, fun bagels with quirky, fun spreads. Have you gotten Smears. a bagel from the Yeasty Boy truck yet? Yeah. Is it good? Um, it was okay. Because sometimes it's parked in front of Dinosaur Coffee, which is a shit show to park at, even when it's not there. Mm-hmm. And I want to try it. But I'm like, nah, not that much. Well, there's that not th- that much to try and find there's parking th- right now in Sunset. I ate one with Zach Brooks, and he said, and he's Jewish and a bagel eater. Yeah, and he was like, hmm, it's it's, it's a little too big. It's a it's a really huge bagel. Right. There's a okay. place. I'm in, not stopping there. in Highland Park, Los Angeles, California, inside of the venue called uh, uh the hi- it's called the Hi Hat. Hi Hat. It's called Bell's nice. Bagels. Have you guys heard of that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually pretty tasty. I had. A delicious uh, salmon skin bagel. So that's uh, oh yeah, it looks really good. It's uh, cream cheese with beet juice infused, and then they do this nice. It was this salmon almost skin. like dehydrated salmon skin, just like just toasted off. Really had had an excellent crunch. And was, I think their hours are funky, like Thursday eleven to th- Thursday through Sunday eleven to three. That's annoying. It's just a little window. That's just yeah, they're getting started. Yeah, I, I think. think the purple beet cream cheese is is a trend that's with a happening bit of dill. Right now. Yeah, yeah, but the spot in Echo Park that's like, that's so low key that has no seating. You're just supposed to buy a bagel. Brooklyn Bagels mm-hmm. is really good, and they have oh. really good locks. 
probably the best in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I was thinking about earlier, I was, I was, I was reading some interview with the Wexlers, and they were talking about how everything that they do there is in-house. Like, everything is made in-house. The pickles are made in-house. The pastrami is made in-house, all that stuff. But the cream cheese is Philadelphia. Mm. And I think that's sort of the same way across the board. Like, that's the one thing where everyone has unanimously decided that right. that that you're not going to be better than Philadelphia cream cheese. But yeah. then I also thought, like, I don't even know how to make cream cheese. Yeah, but I don't know how to make cheese, period, really. Uh, just a lot of washing. Yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> Oiling and washing. I mean, I, I did it with Jeff one time. In Jeff Sawyer. And, yeah, yeah, hey, no, Jeff. but I mean, like, as far as, like, wh- how do I How do you make cheese? A lot of washing. It yeah. was a lot of washing. It's laborious. Yeah. But I feel like cream cheese is different than cheese. Well, sure, sure. I don't I have no idea how to make cream cheese. But I, but I guess it's fun. kind of like... Because um, cream cheese is just somewhere between butter and yeah. cheese, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, you, have to, you have to culture the milk with, with the rennet. And then, but maybe the starter culture has to be specifically for cream cheese. What's the sour then? That's the that's the culture, Bacteria, right? Yeah, that's just just the nature I'm of the culture. Maybe some sort like of sourdough bacteria. bread or like sour mm-hmm. cream. Yeah, you can have a Yogurt. starter. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking it's probably a starter. I'm thinking we could try it. We could check the chef step. I really, honestly, like, there are things that, like... Or maybe don't need to. So, like, the the idea of doing kind of, like, a long sous vide or a long smoke or, like, a, a dish that takes, like, three days to make, but it's really exciting, like, coca bean or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm in. But if you're like, yeah, we're going to spend three days making tre- cream cheese, I'm like, no, I'm going to go to the store and buy Philadelphia <laughs> cream cheese. It's crazy. I do not care yeah. enough to know how to make my own cream cheese. My mom would make yogurt. And Which then- could be why nobody else... Right. Why everyone does the yeah. Philadelphia. Right. I mean, she made the yogurt. It was actually pretty worth it. I mean, you could keep extending the culture. It's just this whole, like, because you have to heat it up some. It's this whole gizmo she has. But mm-hmm. it was, like, that was damn gratifying yogurt, I got to say. I have Scratch a food yogurt. picture very, to show you good. that I think we should. Well, you let me know if it's okay for us to release this. Okay. To speak of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep talking. I just, um, speaking of yogurt, I've been really into this yogurt, grass-fed yogurt that you can get at Whole Foods that has the cream on top. And the cream on top of the yogurt is so good. It's so creamy and rich and stuff like that. And then today I spilled the whole container on the floor (laughs) in my kitchen. And and it's really hard cleaning up thick Thick yogurt off of the floor. There's there's kind of no good way to do it because you're like, do I scoop it up with like a dust dust pan? I would not do that. I would or, just get a t- uh, or but I I just kind of worked it with the paper towels. I was gonna say, d- yeah, let's just home. Get yourself a nice uh, get Ugh, your get your throwaway rag and, and do that classic star like like surround it with a towel. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the you surround do. with the, the towel and then you bring it around. Yeah, and then you just wash that towel. That's all you gotta do. But it, it was it was feeling very um, very like Law and Order SVU kind of vibes because because the the yogurt splatter report. <laughs> it kind of it's everywhere you should have just wrote a number one next to it took a photo yeah yeah yeah. like yeah. i was kind of setting up the little string from the point of impact to where the ricochet was happening but like mm-hmm. i dropped the yogurt in the middle of the kitchen and it's just like it was just right there Splat. and then in the next room over i would see a small little line of yogurt uh, like little projectiles that flew like the matrix style 3d yogurt splattering and then like 
I went to the gym today and I put my shoes on and I was like, oh, there's yogurt on my shoes that yeah. were in a different yeah. room That's how in my <laughs> kitchen. If, if like you have, <laughs> how did that happen? When you're a busboy and you clear uh, a little ramekin, the little, Don't spoil it. I want to little, see if little container, right away. little container. Oh, no, you found it. Uh, you yeah. know what that is, I, don't I, you? I, Can we release this to the public? Uh, oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. All right. We can release well, what it is. If you find us, uh, actually, if you find us in person, we will give you the greatest cashew cheese recipe that you've ever had in your life. Yeah. Wait, is, is that the cashew cheese recipe? No, that's tahini. That's the, t- that's the tahini recipe. No, but most- there's tahini in the recipe. No, that's the tahini this is, recipe. This is, this is the recipe from uh, Orange County yeah. spot. We can't even say it. We not can't ca- even say so it. It's not cashew cheese, really. It's a it's a it's a dressing. That's just a dressing. dressing. It's a dressing. Because there is it's a, but it is also kind of like but a look, cashew cheese. It is like one and a half cups oh, of straight tahini in the recipe. No, it's both. It's totally you got. It's like it is. It's kind of like it is. Weird, it is. It's the, I don't even know. Like it uh, is one of the great. <laughs> we should stop talking about it. If God, you're what it, if you're explaining the recipe, really not what it is, but is one of the greatest vegan dressing. Okay, fuck it. I had the recipe to the tahini from Mother's. Which is which is priceless. I like that you, we, okay. you just drop this bomb and then like everybody listening to this is like doesn't care. Nobody you, cares. Right. I have and no idea what you're talking but about. But to us, it's crucial. Uh, I haven't made it in so long, but I think about making it all the time, and I don't know where my copy is. So I'm glad that you have Yo, it. No, baby, I got I the hard copy. Now it yeah. calls for but tomatoes. It's cost. Do you just drop whole Let's tomatoes and blend? Yourself. That is my question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it says one pound tomato. So that's just tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, you boil them and take the skin off? Nothing. You just put okay. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. as hell. Just go for it. I'm going to make this this weekend. It's really easy. Boy. Uh, use a Vitamix-ish. Or a blender. Mm, what's that? Don't you, nah. Well, sorry. Blender instead of a food processor. Yeah, no food processor. You need the... the uh, I got the Vitamix, baby. You need the funnel action of the... of the. You need the to create the vortex. Fish. Yeah, you need to create the vortex. Yeah. Uh, now, if you're going to make cashew cheese... the Exact opposite is true. Right, because you don't want to emulsify it to an extent. You want a little bit of texture in it. You want to heat, yeah, like the food processor will make things super duper hot after a while because right. you're spitting the same thing. It's not like recycling and going in this circular I thought that pattern. was the cashew cheese recipe. No, it's not. That's in the dome. That's I can make cashew dome. cheese in the dome. Bang, bang. Yeah. There's nut yeast. Think of All nut right, yeast. That's so, That's listeners, the- if you see us in person, if you follow my Instagram or my Snapchat, <laughs> hit me up and I will hook you up with this recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, also in New York, I finally went for the first time to Peter Luger's. Oh, oh yeah. love Peter Luger's. Did you get a burger? I got a burger. Burgers. I went so good. They open at noon. I went there on at eleven thirty, and it was me and fifty Asian tourists. Yep. In line. Wow. It's so. It's it's like everything you want it to be is how to really me, is. I describe Peter Luger's. It's like it's expensive. It's so good. <laughs> But just everything about the experience from when you like walk through the door, sit down, the tablecloths, mm-hmm. like the n- steak knives. Peter Luger is like, it's just, it's, it's so like, legit. It's like if uh, the food at Musso and Frank's was good. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's like Musso's, but good, mm-hmm. as opposed to like overpriced and kind of like whatevs. Right. But so, so good. And better than Taylor's. Way better than Taylor's. But oh, Taylor's yeah, is good. I like Taylor's. Taylor's is worth it. Eons above. But like Peter Luger's, I mean, it's just an institution. Yeah, the, the, it, it was weird. Like, went there for lunch. It opens at 12. Get there at 11.30, standing in line. The line is just to be able to put your name down on the list, which was then another 45 minutes after oh, yeah. that. And I'm there half an hour before it opens. Yeah. So just like an hour and 15 minutes 
just to eat a burger, and it was definitely, definitely worth it. Do you have a beer or a glass of wine? I had three Budweiser's. Yeah, yes. birthday. So right. Yeah. That is such the right move. You gotta. I mean, and the Budweiser comes in like the little nice little frosty mug. <sighs> the waiters have Damn. all. Every single waiter has been there since like 1978. Oh, I'm so jealous right now that I didn't do that last week. Mm. God damn it. The yeah, the side of bacon is basically just like. What is a, the burger like? Thirty bucks, twenty eight bucks, or something? No, it was no? fourteen. That was it. I think yeah. I remember it being a lot. It's more. a big boy. Oh yeah, it's a big boy. Had a had a very nice Caesar there as well, and then uh, and then the dessert. Every, uh, all the desserts come with us a, a bowl of schlag, which is just their house made whipped cream that's super super thick. Right. It's just like real real thick, and the bowl of the whipped cream is is bigger than the dessert that you get. It's just like a a thing that happens. <coughs> Me right, but that place is so good. It is. It's really like it's that place where it's like you don't want to go there if it's not a special occasion because then it's just not special. Like you don't want to eat there because you want a steak. You want to eat there because you just like wrapped something or mm-hmm. you just got paid for something. You just got a job. It's a promotion. Like, now. Because there's more expensive places to eat. And, you know, but it's like it's, that place is just like it's so special. It's so great. Mm-hmm. And when you get the steak... They have the they, they like they finish the steak in the broiler on the plate that it's served right. in, oh. and then they drop it at your at your table and they prop the plate up on like a little that's right saucer or something like that. So then the fat and the juices slide down to the bottom, and then he cuts it for you at the table, and then serves each person, and he tells you which cut of the steak it is because he'll like it's like a whole big porterhouse or yeah. something like. Here's a little ribeye. Here's the fillet. This one's the tender one. You want to eat this one this is first. The New York coming off the side. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, if you if you have never been there, it's it's full, full recommended. I mean, I feel like I'm now. So now you got me thinking. Like, what is the best steak place in L.A.? And I mean, there's you have you have the range of all of them from like Taylor's to Musso's to Boa to Cut. You got Lowry's Prime Rib, but none of them are like because Peter Lewis is the best. And like you think of L.A., it's just like, eh. There's ones for different reasons, but nothing is as mm-hmm. good as Peter Luger's to me. Houston's people have a pretty high regard. Houston's actually. pretty good, but again, Houston, you know, it's like a chain. It's a chain, but still. There's a, there, did you guys read that article? I think it was in the New Yorker about how like Houston's that's like a family-run restaurant or family-owned chain, LSU. but they're super secretive about. It. They don't talk about. It, they don't do interviews, and yeah. there's like. A bunch of them that like they have different names. Like some are called Houston's, some are called something else. But it's uh, like the same breezes. menu. One in Orange County has a different name. Oh, and God. but they're like they are one of the most successful restaurant chains Gulf in the Street world. Is one? Is another? Mm-hmm. Is an offshoot of Houston's? It has. It's but it's, the quality control and the consistency. Like yeah, it's, it's insane. It's like legendary. It's like. Most, most restaurant chains in yeah. the country strive to have the consistency that Houston's does. It's like Danny Meyer's group and then these guys. Yeah. That's about, you know. Or or not unlike the Din Tai Fung kind of vibe. Yep. But yeah. yeah. The, uh, it's the Hillstone restaurant. Hillstone. That's yeah. right. Hillstone, Houston's. The different names is to avoid being in some sort of specific, yeah, I don't know if it's tax bracket or some classification, like Mm. Oh, it, that's why they have different names, you know. Because I know that. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a finesse thing. It's to avoid maybe I, they're I, diversifying I themselves enough to where it's they're not like a conglomerate or a something corporation. Like that. Yeah, it, it has to do with money and 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 government and 
getting around but having like to pay got, more money than they than right. they want to. But for the steak thing, it's like you've also got Pacific Dining Car, right? But it's like all these places, you're just like, yeah, they're good. Yeah. It's like, meh. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of an excellent one. But I also, I've never been to. I've never been to Cut. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's cut. really good, but it's yeah. really expensive. I've been twice, and it's like, it's not any better. It's not. When it, William Morris four, is paying for it, four times as expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was. I got taken out to dinner there once, where the guy across from me was like, you, uh, "Should we get some wine?" I was like, "Sure." He got an eleven hundred dollar bottle of wine. I was just like, and then I tried it, and I was just like, "Eh, it's all right." It's like that's how it goes. But it's just like crazy. It's the the diminishing return thing, where it was just like, was it really good wine? Yeah. Was it the best wine I've ever had? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like it's just it's just for fucking show. It's so stupid. And the steak was good. The steak was really got a a new iMac for that. The steak was really good. But is it as good as getting a really great cut from McCall's and cooking it yourself? Is yeah. it better than that? Or if you go to Whole Foods and have them putting it on there, it's like that's just to me at a certain point. If you know what you're doing with steak. The only thing that matters is your sourcing. Yeah. If you can grill a steak, like, that's all they're doing. There's grilling steaks. Mm-hmm. But they are buying some of the best meat in the country, and they have access to it because they get priority, right? Mm-hmm. But if you order from, like, Snake River Farms, which I want to talk about, or, or McCall's or any Grundy, like, if you go to a really great butcher shop. Belcampo. Belcampo, you're going to get a steak pretty close to what you're going to get at cut. Yeah, that's, as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. The steak is sort of the opposite of the great equalizer. Absolutely. It's just like literally like the better the steak you get, the better it's going to be. And also yeah. the, the, the worse, the shittier the steak, the harder it is to cook it well. Yeah, that's true. You have like, to finesse it. If you have a really good steak, it like it's a little more forgiving. And even when it's not cooked perfectly, it's thousand, still good. thousand percent. And yeah. then if you get like the little shitty half inch thick Vons ribeye. You gotta. Doesn't matter what you do to it. Yeah. You're gonna be bummed when you it's could, done. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, even Gordon Ramsay could hit that, and it won't be cooked very well. The Madonna Inn has like good steak, just because it's in proximity to good ranches out there. Because Ojai, Ventura, there's like such great farming. Like, I was just in Ojai, and going just to what seems like a pretty blase. blase. Did you stay at the Madonna Inn? No, I have before, but this time I stayed at the Ojai Which Rancho. Which room did you get? Oh, one with. A bunch of like river stones and what, nothing too crazy, but no, I've stayed them in the middle. You think the jungle room? No, no jungle room. River stones? Yeah, it's like <laughs> just some like know. stones. Some I don't know. Stones. It was just that one room that's just adorned with river stones. <laughs> it was just pretty, like, like big, like, like, big for our listeners, rocks. the Madonna Inn is another institution in a different way. It's a Did bit it? more of a honeymoon institution, but yeah. so it's a famous. But it's a cool. The bar roadside. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, very cool. It's a cool place. Like the diner's cool. Like the whole place is. But awesome. every room is like it's seventies shtick themed, where there's like a space room, a jungle room, the like the uh, Riverstone Africa room, room the yeah. Riverstone room. People <laughs> travel like far and wide to stay like heart shaped beds and freaky stuff and mm-hmm. that, that whole heart shaped box. Sure, it's very. Yeah, I've never been there. It was, but I hear the steak is excellent steak because of its proximity good. to the ranch is like the local ranch. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're close to good ingredients, things are going to taste better. I went to a, the Osteria Monte Grappa in in Ojai, which is this. Mm, I'm a, sorry, Osteria Monte Grappa. It's what are you talking Osteria about? Monte Grappa. I'm not even done. Hey, hey. I'm not even Monte done Grappa. yet. It's Take like, it easy, okay? Take it, it easy. It's kind of like the Italian joint in on the main drag in Ojai, which is basically like a sleepy my kind of town, is right? From <laughs> yeah, that's a, this is my point. You're kind of building up. It's just like you walk in there, you're not expecting much. It looks like a strip mall, like 
Italian spot. Mm-hmm. But everything is simple. Like the arugula salad is really good because the arugula adjacent in right. all the farms are sure, like sure, really sure. good. So say, that's why say arugula with the Italian voice. Arugula. 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 Now you're saying like the Godfather. If voice. I ever see this arugula, no, I Arugula. He's dead. His I, family's dead. I, I want him all the, dead. You do it with a C instead of a G. Is how you really do it. Arugula. No. Aruk. Arooks, Arooks. Give me a couple of Arooks. Also, that was good, Andre. What's that? But, uh, you, you, you did a good impersonal. And even impersonation. Say the Russian name again. <laughs> Osteria Montegrappa. Oh! What does Montegrappa mean? The on this guy. I mean, Grappa's like the great... Don't try. Like, what, I don't know, the great mountain? Osteria of the, the Monte? Is that, wouldn't it be... I'm not, not going to play your guessing It's the great mountain languages. restaurant. Yep. One yeah. of the mountains of the great. No, yeah. I mean, literally, that's what it is. Yeah, I know. Um, but, uh... So when you're, it's kind of like when we were in Baja, like everything's just better. Like the, the there's great oysters down there because there's that's just where you farm yeah. oysters. Yeah, for sure. The wine is great down there because it just happens to be really good. Yes. And the price is low. So the prices in Ojai, like the wine is super cheap compared to, to here because it's just like it's right over there. You can you can see the, the old hitching post. I mean, we're yeah. right on the Monte Grappa. On the Monte yeah. Grappa, you're right there. So there Still you never go. been to the hitching post. It's good. It's ex- if you've seen Sideways, it's exactly what you expect. In a good way. That's the only reason why I want to go there is because I have seen Sideways a couple too many times. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. It's a fun movie. Speaking of Ojai, Stewie, on, yeah. when you went there on the way, you went. he Ventura. went to the Jolly Oyster went Jolly in Ventura. Oyster. Oh, my, so I had a Super Jolly rare. Oyster um, at the, the, what, what, the Smorgasburg. Smorgasburg, and it was oh, awesome. Yeah. So I didn't realize so good. it's there. The Jolly no, Oyster different. is them crossbreeding the Kumamoto yep. and a Pacific Oyster. And they've spent like 10 years doing it. Yeah, I didn't even realize. It's a crazy passion project for just them watching to try and create them. the ultimate oyster. It's just we went, be, you know, my girlfriend and I, Camille, what's up? Um, what's up, huh? Her friends that are in, you know, in the States for a little while, they have to say about me. Uh, she says, the you're friends. actually very, very nice. Oh. She's like, Andre is particularly nice. Like, what's up with your brother? Just kidding. Just kidding. That's not true. She loves my brother. Um, I was talking about her friends, but I'm glad. Oh, what's up with their friends? Yeah, oh, she, they're French. Yeah, yeah. good luck. Um, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> uh, we just went on a whim. I, I knew it was pretty sight unseen, and we were kind of in and out. We had to get going to Ohio, which we'd stayed longer there. I would have picked their brain. Just it's all about. They like, like to talk about it because they were doing a little spiel with each oyster in a good way. It was like a very cool story. They were very engaging, yeah, and I dug it. And it's very sustainable what they're doing. Yeah, they're, like the way they're farming them, they're exactly. farm raising the oysters. But they're really like the the mission. They have a very clear mission to be sustainable, eco friendly. That's and, impressive, and really also have you know a, a, like a five star oyster. Yeah, and like their website is is so good. so informative. Like about the the. The health benefits of oysters, uh, how to store them. Helps they you s- smash. Help you sm- yeah, uh, that helps. Uh, they said not to put it uh, on. They didn't serve it on ice. They served it on um, salt. salt rock. Mm-hmm. Just because it's, I think, so it didn't fall over. Right. They, you don't want to have it next to ice too long because then it might freeze and it might die. Oh. Things like that. And they say when you store it, just store it in, uh, I think, between 35 and 40 Degrees in a fridge, just dry with the the round side down, so the moisture so, doesn't get okay. out. This is so pretty, funny. pretty Be- because I love. They've scienced it really well. I was like, extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. Well, they, what I was gonna say is that it's so cool when somebody does that, and it really is something spectacular. Like it was one of the best oysters I'd ever had. Yeah, it was perfect. And they're telling you the story, and it's long and involved, and yeah. this is like, and to me, I really oh, and love it's that. Cheap. 
But equally, equally annoying, like as much as I like that, I also completely hate when somebody does that and it's really shitty. Yeah. But they sit there and tell you for like a half an hour about this like orange that they grow and then you try it and you're just like, this isn't very good. It tastes like an orange. <laughs> but not even the best orange I've had. Like, I want my half an hour back. Well, if, if we were to go, if we were the three of us were prepared, you can bring beer and wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That beach that we're in Ventura, it's okay to drink. You know, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. You could bring all these accoutrements that they suggest. Uh, you know, they have wine pairings online. Uh, certain cheeses and charcuteries to bring with it. And we're doing that on the way to Monterey. Next and if you get, go. yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, you just bring your own. You know, bring a nice towel and knife baguette. situation and a baguette, of course. But they'll sell it to you unshucked for like a buck fifty. These delicious, like next yeah, level no, oysters. Cool you just cool go with the surcharge to have them shucked. Yeah, but like <laughs> I'm I mean, but but if you get thirty, like by the time you get to fifteen, you're probably really good. Yeah, I, I don't mind you know? a shuck. Yeah. But, you, but also the beauty of the shucking is you're kind of outdoors. You have a little wine. You have a baguette under your arm. Take it slow, and then oh, uh, you have a nice baguette. Yeah, I've heard the move is you you swing by the Oxnard Whole Foods and load up on mm. your on your on your wine and Picnicking. cheeses and all that stuff. Yeah. No, if we're making this much effort, I am going to cookbook to get the baguette. Uh, I'm not get, I'm not riding for some fucking Whole Foods like halfway crook baguette. <laughs> good baguette, isn't it? You get a based bread lounge. Ooh, mama, that's just pretty good too. I haven't been in bread lounge. I've heard it's very good, good. downtown, but, right? Yeah, bread lounge is just around the corner. It's just down the street from the stump town in. In Arts District. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty legit. And the McCall's. The McCall's baguette's very good, too. His wife makes them. Uh, Lincoln in Pasadena has a damn good baguette. Mmm. I like, or this, no, I like in this Lincoln lightning and round of, best, of baguettes. Yeah. Where else is good? Silver Lake Cheese is a very nice baguette. Very nice baguette. Mm, yes. And also... Large I mean, I mean La Brea. If you're around La Brea yeah. Bakery, that's if it's fresh, yeah. it's, that's a good yeah, baguette. I mean, it's, all right. it's a little dense to me. It's a hard crust, but I like it. Welcome to the White the Privilege Podcast. Crust is fine. We're talking about fine. bread. This is food of the people, I bro. I find the crumb to be a little dense. I feel you. Oh. All right. The crumb's a little dense. Crumb to the crumb. So let's talk, since we've been talking about steak, let's talk about Snake Rivers Farms. Because they've been hooking brothers up with some steak, <laughs> and it's very good. Disclaimer, they gave us free steak. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you meant by hooking brothers up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Do we never got a taste of that sweet steak? All right, talking about it, yeah. We'll make, we'll make it happen. Dang it. We're not um, going to make it happen. That's fine. Can I'm you do... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about it. So they sent... They've got a new steak that they're doing. This is mail order. Um, it's all American Wagyu in Colorado. Um, really kind of phenomenal steak. Going back to, again... This idea that really steak comes down to, if you've got the basics, it just really comes down to sourcing at the best possible steak you can. But they have a cowboy steak that oh, looks man. like a tomahawk. They come, they come in three and a half to four pounds. And they have a flat price for them regardless of weight. I think it's like 99 bucks. Mm. And it looks, it, it, like it looks like something out of like the Flintstones. Like it's prehistoric, this cut. It's so amazing. And we made it, and Jason and I, you know, we're sitting there talking. We went to my friend Scott's house. It looks like a woolly mammoth steak. Yeah, like you, frozen, you could without a doubt kill somebody with it, oh, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And it comes Frenched all the way up, so, you know, you've got the bone coming down. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And we started talking about, like, how expensive it was and kind of how ridiculous. And, you know, it's kind of a showy thing, right? You, you, mm-hmm. know, you get it, and you want people to see it because, it's you know, it's, it's very visual, the steak. But the, the steak itself was truly, truly phenomenal. And that when bone. you start thinking about it, it 
at three and a half to four pounds, you're feeding six to eight people with it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then you start thinking about, like, so what am I paying for? 99 bucks. It becomes, because you're buying direct, there's no middleman. You're buying direct from the farm. It's actually a phenomenally good deal. It's 48 ounces, 36 to 40. That's insane. Yeah. Or more than that. Oh, yeah. a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Sorry, yeah. So I did times 12. Yeah, it's an old 16. 96er, basically. Good Lord. That's uh, like the great outdoors. <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but it's like if you're going for – I mean a half pound of meat is too much, right? It's also 30-day dry age. So not only are you getting it, but it's losing from the cut to begin with. It's losing like 30% of its mass just yeah. from the dry aging alone. So you have to factor that in too. That's true. But it's like it's such – with a little bit of planning, it's such an intelligent way to get something special that isn't that extravagant, but on the face, just you're like, well, it's like, oh, is this like an asshole move when you buy this? And like, hey, look at this, look at my steak. You're like, no, it's really good. It's amazingly, it's amazingly, like you said, forgiving, but you know, we kind of babied the shit out of it because we were treating it pretty precious. But sure. It was really good. And there was, um, there, they had, my friend Scott and I do kind of a small blog about the steak, how we cooked it, and a few side dishes. There's a chili steak sauce. So if you Google probably Snake River Farms, Scott Mosier, tomahawk steak, mm-hmm. something like that, it'll probably pop up. Mm-hmm. But I just shout outs to them and the idea that, you know, you with a little bit of forethought, you really don't, it's not that extravagant. It just takes a little bit. You just of, need to, yeah, you just need to plan ahead. Yeah. Get a good posse going. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, if if you get a really nice ribeye somewhere, it can be thirty five dollars a pound. Easy, forty dollars yeah. a pound. I mean, at, at Whole Foods, it's like twenty five to thirty dollars a pound for a nice ribeye. And Whole Foods is not bad, but I'm never fine. super impressed. I always find it considering like it's, like, it's not like glowing the like cost? you go to Belcampo. It's like yeah. wow. But it's if like you get a big ass energy four the cost, pounds, I feel steak. like food is the steak is not as good at Whole Foods dollar to dollar. No. Sorry, mm-hmm. you're gonna say. But yeah, but if you get if you get a four pound steak, that's a hundred bucks. You split it with that many people, you, you're going to be coming in at under a hundred or under. It's going to be like ten to fifteen dollars per person, exactly, depending yeah. on how much for you're for truly some of the best steak I've ever had. Yeah, you don't need you just need, wild. Steak. You could totally get away with eight people. Well, because f- if you have sides and things, it's plenty of food. The texture of the fat, too, from the dry aging is just like something truly to behold. It's real nutty. It's like a built-in Bernays. Yeah, it really is. I will say. And you can get briskets from them that basically when you cu- it comes out to like 9 10 bucks a pound. I mean, you're buying a brisket for $130, right? Mm-hmm. But you're getting, you know, a 12-pound brisket. It's like... It's just it's it's different. Feed the whole block. Conceptually, it's different because you're basically buying from a cattle raiser, right? So they don't look at things necessarily in the same way of like, yeah, this is what you buy. You buy a whole brisket, and you figure out what to do with it, which is not hard to do. But mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's not the experience of going in and just buying like a steak for night for dinner. Yeah, and it kind of makes it more fun too. It's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. It's showy. Mm. We're gonna make a boomerang about it. Badman. Wow, wow, wow. Um. We're now going to talk about the best thing we ate all week, guys. Here it is. I'm going to start it off. Fine. Well, uh, when I was in New York, I went to Little I Park. Went to New York. <laughs> it's not Toronto, right? Uh, <laughs> and they have at, at a restaurant called Little Park, where my friend Christina O is the manager. Um, Hi, Christina. Shout out Christina. And my friend Min is a chef. They have hey, this. They have a. My friend is chef. They have a watermelon. They have a watermelon steak dish there, 
where she like the the chef there is probably the best person I've ever seen in my life who can manipulate vegetables to mimic meat. So cool. So oh, this that's crazy. What? That's watermelon? That's watermelon. So she's taken wow. watermelon and sliced it perfectly with the Oh, so that's the skin at the bottom that looks like rendered fat. Yeah, the the fat the, cap the is rind. the is the white rind stuff like. So she's so she's <laughs> grilled this steak and sliced it so it looks exactly like How much does it cost? Like a medium How much does this watermelon dish cost. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not it's not the, I mean it, it's not that expensive. It was it was under $20. Okay. That's that's enough. Mm. It's not like thirty eight. Um, She's not charging you like no, no, no. like you're buying a but steak. But it's it's like with a Bernese kind of sauce and mm-hmm. the watermelon. It's it's grilled, so it has like this really smoky char flavor on it. The skin and the rind looks exactly like the fat cap on like a perfectly rare tender steak. And if you close your eyes, you all, you are like, wow, this is I'm eating steak right now, and it's watermelon. I don't understand how she does it, huh. but it it was just. A crazy, crazy dish. And, uh, yeah, Little Park in Tribeca. If you are in New York, you should go there. Tell them my Sancha. Tell them my freaking Sancha. They also have a really good... Um, Somebody didn't come with their idea, did they? No, I, we used it in my segment already. They have a good, uh, uh, a good hamachi with green mezcal. Like a tomatillo and mezcal. Is it fish and vegetarian only? I've never been. No, they no, got meats. Full menu. Okay. Full everything. That looks... Crazy cocktails, too. It's fire. I want to go. Stewie, what you got? Well, it was the oyster, but the most <laughs> memorable. Because um, I asked, I, I mentioned, I spilled the beans to Jason too soon, but it was good that we got to talk more about it. But the thing that has like my most lasting memory was bizarre. Is so also we, it's been two weeks, Stewie. Dig deep. You need two. No, I'm saying that we didn't do a show last week, so it, it could be the best thing you ate the last two weeks. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, you know what? I've mine's super basic. So mine is too. Okay. Well, uh, not as basic. As does mine. it involve like manipulating fruits or vegetables to mimic a meat product? Yeah, like sure. just sublime. I had this cantaloupe yeah, pulled pork like that was asshole. so good. Um, <laughs> cantaloupe pulled pork, my favorite. Also, eat a dick. Um, yeah. Uh, no, my first. Wait, one. you had the cantaloupe pulled pork? <laughs> no. <laughs> From Gracias Madre. Well, <laughs> I think. Okay, I'm torn between two. So one. So okay. Oh hi. So two weeks. Fuck it. Two. Oh, hi. I had espresso at this spot called Beacon. It was one of the best, just straight espressos I've ever had in my life. That ain't food. It was delicious. <laughs> you don't eat I, it. I drink it. You drink it. No, okay. But then um, I, uh, Camille, my girlfriend, and I have been going lately to this spot in Echo Park that is really good called Ostrich Farm. Oh, Ostrich so Farm is good. It's really good. And I've, I've never been to Ostrich Farm, and I'm curious to go. And what, 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 just there... So we got mussels that are great, mussels and just like a nice cream sauce, but dipping the mussels with the with they're just a plain frat mm-hmm. flat bread they have. It's super puffy, spongy, it's almost like flat med I can't say that word. Flat bread cum focaccia. It's very good. Flatbread cum focaccia. It's like, like kind of like it's it's tweener. It has like that fluffiness of focaccia but just like that quick Flat where you know just put it on the pizza, like mm. on the stone. It's really good. Highly Thanks recommend. Adding the cum in as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that is. So that is it. Yeah. That combo specifically. The flatbread, flatbread cum focaccia. The flatbread into the, dipped muscle, into the muscles. White wine. Very cream very good. Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um. Fried pickles. From where? 
this place that I had never been to and looked super lame and cheesy, but it was the closest like bar restaurant to where I was going. It's called Tin Horn Flats in Burbank. <laughs> um, it was Monday, so Burbank it was Monday so night weird. football, and I really wanted to like drink a cold beer and watch a little football before I go to the screening. Save the name of the place again. No, no, I won't. I said it once. Rewind it if you need it. I remember they killed it at the CMT Awards God last year. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I didn't want to eat something really heavy, and I love fried pickles. And I have to say, it was one of the best platter of fried pickles I've ever had. How'd they do it? Definitely, like, hand-dipped oh, and yeah. fried to order. We didn't even use a machine to dip these. <laughs> I mean, look, fried pickle might be my favorite appetizer of all really? time. Really? Yeah. It's up there. Do you dip it in ranch? Yeah, and it had a great house. You could tell a really good house-made ranch. Fresh uh, I just couldn't have been happier. I couldn't uh, have been happier. Oh, how's the cornmeal ratio? It was good. It was high? No, what... Is it tweener? Andre, how's the cornmeal ratio? I don't ratio? think it was cornmeal, actually. I need a, pers- I need a number I'll show percentage. you a picture. I don't think it was cornmeal. Mm. Was it beer battered? Yeah. Oh. oh. I mean, it's tin horn flats, baby. What do you want from me? Oh, wow. Do you think they use Budweiser America beer as the beer batter beer? I hope so. The funny thing was, so all their, their taps are out at the bar, right? I'm looking, really and I don't good. see, like... Coors Light, I don't see classic Budweiser. I'm like, I just wanted a really cold oh, wow. domestic beer. And I was like, do you guys have any shitty domestic beer on tap? He's like, oh, yeah, it's in the kitchen. We don't have it out. I was like, oh, you keep it in the back so nobody sees it? He's like, exactly. And, and he's like, like, yeah, welcome to 2016. I'll take one of those. He's like, we have a new ballast point. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Not tonight, friend. Yeah, these fried pickles, no. they literally look like... Tempura. Yeah. It looks like if you would get, they like... They full tempura, but they were, like, it was closer to that than, like, a cornmeal-dusted fried green tomato situation. If you if you showed me a picture of this if, and you took out the ranch, I would be like, oh, this is, like, a really nice fried squash blossoms at yeah. Mozo yeah, yeah. or, like, a, like, an Italian frito mix. No, I mean, it, these pickles were so good, I'm going to go back there to watch football just to eat the fried pickles. Looks like they have real clean oil. It's a nice cool... Where would, yeah. where, you would really go back simple. where was the place called again? Nope. <laughs> Not going to happen. Tin float flats? God damn it. Tin foil flat? I really want to know. It's tin horn. Tin horn. It's got, it's, you've driven by it probably in Burbank. I think it's on Magnolia. They have like the saloon doors that you enter through. That's in the main drag by Ikea? Yeah, it's on Magnolia. No, 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 no. Other side. Mm. Other side, like going. Let's really get into where exactly in Burbank this place is. People might want to know. These people might want to know. So is it safe to say, save a horse, fry a pickle? There you go. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Wonderful. Good the, I mean, that racer. was a very good-looking fried pickle. Yeah. yeah, we'll go. We'll go. And you dip a hot pick in that ranch. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so the men- oh. here's the thing. You look at the menu, and it looks like a chain restaurant menu almost. It's like our wild dipping, whipping like cheddar poppers, and you're just like, oh Jesus dip and Christ! Whipping I just pictured Pat Nozzle in there as my yeah, server. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know our Southwest quesadilla egg rolls with firecracker sauce. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh Fieri's got his hands all over this menu. Mm-hmm. But every so, so good, then I though. yeah, but I was gonna say so then I order the pickles and I was like, these things are. Fire. And I started looking around at everything that people ordered, and the burgers looked amazing, and the fries yeah. looked amazing. And, like, all these things that on menus look good. Like, if you look at a Chili's menu, if yeah. everything that was on that menu tasted really good, it'd, it'd be good. So good. <laughs> it'd be good. Yeah. But it doesn't. It tastes like hot trash fire. Well, because it's frozen and so, reheated in my yeah, So I want to go back there, watch football, get pickles, and try something else. Because it just looks so good. And they had TVs everywhere, and beer was super cold. But they have wings. I, I think the beers were $2 on Monday night. That's too much money for me. It was like, <laughs> Happy hour. Ding, 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 ding. It was awesome. All right. Well, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go there. Ding, 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 ding. 
I like football. Uh, what's your favorite fried pickle? I don't have one. You don't have one? No. I haven't really eaten enough fried pickles to have a favorite outside. Hermosillo? Very good. Ooh. And beach, haven't been. And Beachwood I mean, Barbecue. I haven't had the pickles there. What, what, where? You've had Beachwood Barbecue. Uh, okay. There's one in Seal. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Oh, okay. Not Seal right Beach here. and Long Beach. But yeah, no, Hermosillo is my favorite fried pickle, oh, dude. I highly recommend I it. I go there tonight. You can go there. They're open. I love that place. I Super good. Fried pickles there. Well, they have fried pickles also uh, sprinkled in or jalapeno. So it's, love it, that. It's Absolutely very, very love good. Mm-hmm. So I like get, when call, when they do that with calamari, too. You ever had that like East Coast oh. calamari where it's like they just – they. Um, slice, put like a couple scallops in there, red and yellow hot peppers, and batter that and fry it and mix it in with the calamari. Sneak attack, super. Never good. had that. Yeah, it's very great. sick. Yeah, Boston, New York, very common. Mm. Never mm. been. No, never been, huh? You should go. You gotta get out of California, dude. I'm gonna try. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Go to Toronto. Um, T dot. The stewpodcast.com is our website where the episodes live. Y'all can rustle up some social media. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at them jeans. Twitter.com slash them jeans. <laughs> snake River Blind Spot. Uh, going down the Snake River, Tinhorn, Flat River. Sometimes bear gets you, man. I'll three of Montagrappa. I'll tell you what, brother. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, brother. <laughs> this, I'm from Barstow, California. <laughs> you need to rustle up some of those Bostonian calamaris. Peter Luger. Peter Luger. <laughs> Steakhouse. <laughs> Andre Connor Powell got enough social media. <laughs> he ain't got two tweets to rub together. <laughs> so stupid. So awesome. Uh, so Stuart Stewart on Instagram.com is his I'm not name. country enough for him. Because you ain't country. <laughs> Kiss my ass. That's all right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. We apologize in advance. Well, actually, not in advance because it's over. We we apologize just period. We just apologize. We're going to go to communion right now. Sorry. We'll see you guys next week. And if you like this show, please tell a friend, tell a gal. Rate and review. Give us a nice rating and review on iTunes. It helps us bump up on the list of all the other shittier food podcasts. And we can be better and more awesomer. Bye. Bye.